0: Season four, episode six, The Carpool Lane. Classic, classic curb episode. And the first question I have for you is, how do you work a glue gun? It's really easy.
1: Like, there's not even
0: an on-off
1: button on most of them. Plugging it in means it's on, and you put the glue stick in the back
0: and just push. Yep. But Jeff doesn't know how to work a glue gun. What is he trying to glue anyway? I don't know. There are so many tools and there are so many tools in that garage that I can't imagine him
1: using any of them. None of them. That's so clearly like a garage set of like tools. Like, no, he's clearly the type of person that instead of fixing anything would pay someone to do it, first of
0: all. And so Larry just came over to watch him glue something with a hot glue (laughs) gun. They're hanging out. And, And read the. he came over to sit in Jeff's garage like real men and read the paper. Why isn't Larry it's... hanging out with his new friends from a few episodes ago? Uh, they're, they're done. No, <laughs> they're not there anymore. So early in this episode, Larry's trying to get out of jury duty. Do you know anyone who actually likes going to jury duty? Never. Nope. How do they fill? You know, every time I see jury duty on TV, how do they fill juries? It seems like nobody wants to do jury duty. Well, that's the point. You, ha- Yeah, but that's not the point. Like, you do it even though you don't want to do it. But I know so many people who get out of it because yeah, they but, just use excuses. First of all... Who if does jury to, duty? Who are these juries?
1: To, okay, that's the point. If you talk to lawyers, especially DAs, juries are idiots. They're made up of the people that can't get out of jury duty. That's like a saying.
0: They're
1: the people that can't think up an excuse. Those are the people on juries.
0: That's terrible. That's how the legal system works. Yeah, okay. Well, this is curb cast, not legal cast.
1: I I, I agree. Let's keep it, keep it very curb.
0: Yeah. But I like Larry's uh, suggestion that he wouldn't serve under another foreman. He'd only do it if he was the foreman. Can't serve under another foreman. I think I'd want to be the foreman too. I can. Well, it's it's the best back.
1: role, but it's also the most responsibility. Like you got to like, what does foreman do? Like keep the discussion moving and be in charge and stuff? I guess maybe he orders lunch too. Ooh. Do you think the foreman has to choose lunch for everyone? Uh, perhaps. Yeah, I I really doubt that's the case.
0: I like Larry's quip in the court that the only major crime that's ever happened against him was that his cousin once stole an almond joy from him. Yep. Which the judge wouldn't consider a major crime. Oh, it's the lawyer, not the judge. The the lawyer wouldn't consider it. Exactly. So we have this whole subplot that Larry needs to buy weed for his father who has glaucoma, which we found out about in a few episodes ago. He needs to buy swag to be specific. And so I love this weed buying scene. It's a great scene. My note is just this scene is great in every way. Every single way. He starts with, good afternoon, good afternoon. Yeah. These guy, this guy is charging him what I think are really high prices.
1: Well, $500 is some hydroponic. I mean, not that I have any idea how the market works, but it seems expensive. It
0: seems expensive for now. It's Not that I would really know. It's great. Um but Larry ends up with the swag, which is a deal, a steal, right? And, well, he asked the he guys; knows. it's a
1: fair price. <laughs> like, what, what is the drug dealer going to say? No, you're right. I was overcharging you.
0: Have it for one sixty. Just Larry's mannerisms in the scene. He looks so awkward, whatsoever. Well,
1: it's great when he, he at first. He's really awkward, and then the drug dealer is like, just create the illusion for friends. And Larry's like, "Why? You kidding? You?" And he hits him on the shoulder. It's just great. And the guy's like, "Too much, too much." Larry's like, "Yeah, I know."
0: Yeah, it's almost evocative of the shoulder tap that he gave David Schwimmer earlier in the season when he didn't want to shake his hand, but you less probably awkward.
1: mean Ben Stiller. Yes, Ben Stiller. Correct. Uh, uh, yeah, but this is much more awkward.
0: So we have this whole plot in the episode that Larry really wants to go to this Dodger game, and it's sold out.
1: Do you think it's a playoff game?
0: <sighs> I don't think we know what time of year it is. We don't at all, but how? who else would care that much
1: about this one Dodger game?
0: Yeah, I can only assume it's like a World Series game. They should have said it was a World Series game or something. They were playing the Orioles. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, I didn't catch that. You, yeah. And did we have Interleague in 2004? Yeah, uh, I think we yeah did. Interleague's
1: been around since the 90s, I think. All right.
0: So, Like the late 90s. Everyone always wants to go to those Dodgers-Orioles games. Everyone knows that big big sellers big big sellers all those people from in between brooklyn and baltimore of course uh so there's this subplot of larry really really wants to go to this game he can't get funkhauser's seat because funkhauser is going with his deceased father and then jeff (laughs) calls out at the last minute jeff can't go after cheryl gets him the tickets and doesn't have time to call cheryl which i don't really understand and so he needs to get to the game and the highway is packed except for the carpool lane and it traffic's terrible out there one of the best subplots in a curb episode ever probably the most
1: famous subplot in a curb episode probably
0: to use the carpool lane or the hov lane larry hires a prostitute monina monina she's the best she is fantastic she works quick too according to her true and she also learned some things about compromise from larry (laughs) <laughs> a good compromise
1: means everyone's dissatisfied
0: both parties are dissatisfied not win-win-win but both not parties not are from dissatisfied. it's different
1: um yeah i mean my, my monina note is monina is also great in all ways there's two there's two like you could think any interaction between the two of them it's, it's just awesome
0: i like when she uh, for she asks him uh are there milkshakes at the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Pretty laughs> enough, milkshake it's about the last thing i could think of to get in a ball game milkshake. i not want a milkshake i mean i don't like
1: milkshakes anywhere but i don't like have you ever seen a milkshake at a baseball game? Mm. I don't think they have them. Shake Shack? Mm. City Field? Oh, good point. I doubt they have them, though.
0: Mm. I don't know. But I really like that by the end of the game, Larry and Monina are friends. Larry's great with strangers. Totally affirming. Yeah, Larry's fantastic with strangers, and it's, Larry and Monina It's great totally when, the,
1: when the, the two interviewers from the club come up to see them, and like, you can tell Larry's thinking for the first second about like, making up an excuse, and then he just forgets it and says... <laughs> You ever looking for a reasonably placed blowjob? She's your gal.
0: <laughs> She's your gal. After complaining about the prices earlier in the episode. So well, he's apparently not, he's not, come not, around.
1: He's not a fan of those guys. I mean, he's okay if they pay a few extra bucks. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I love the interaction with Funkhauser in the parking lot. Um, why don't you ask your father to jumpstart the car? Is <laughs> <It's laughs> maybe one of the, the most insensitive lines in all of Curve. So
1: insensitive and hilarious. I, ro- I wrote that down. Yep. Why don't you ask your father? Funkhauser should have punched him in the face for that, really.
0: I he mean, should have. I mean, but apparently he was in a huge bind here, so he did what he could. But
1: how is Funkhauser going to pick
0: a friend up from the airport with no car? I, I, I guess he can't do it. This, this like person Larry, has no facility of getting in a cab, either. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it seems strange. But then that's how Larry gets his weatherman's tip, finally. And you know how the weatherman's tip starts? Forget everything you ever know about golf? Forget everything you ever thought about golf. And they don't tell us what it is. It's It's probably a pretty bad tip. Well, I was waiting for it,
1: too. I mean, I don't play golf, but if I ever do, I want the
0: tip. Um, Did you notice that when Funkhauser gets out of the car at the airport, he calls um, Monina Manana? Oh, does he? Yeah, he pronounces her name wrong, which I'm sure he did on purpose, and it's pretty great. That is great. And and just to
1: go back one second, one more line after Larry makes fun of the dead dad, his, his great line is, I'll give you a ride. There's one little problem. I'm with a prostitute. (laughs) And he says it so nonchalantly. (laughs) Yeah. So casually. I I mean, it's not as good as a dead dad, but that's up there too.
0: You know, one of the amazing things about this episode is that there was a a murder trial. One of the suspects got acquitted because he was at the game where they taped for Curb, and and that was his alibi.
1: And they found him on the footage. I remember that story. They found him
0: on the footage, which is pretty amazing
1: because they filmed this at
0: a live game.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. It, it's a live baseball game. You know what else I noticed? When Larry goes to sit next to Funkhauser and he sits in the aisle, the aisle at Dodger Stadium is so narrow. Like, only one per. Like, did you see it? Yeah. It, it's like one person wide. Like, a person couldn't walk down and up at the same time.
0: Yeah, I was, I was looking at those scenes trying to figure out who in the audience were planted. And who in the audience were actually just live people well, at the game?
1: That's interesting.
0: I think I the people think in Funkhauser's that. section were actually live people at the game, but the people in Larry's section were, like, lounging around. They looked too comfortable <laughs> to be at a game. Well, that makes sense, because Funkhauser's
1: seats were actually expensive. Like, HBO wouldn't want to buy all of them up if they didn't have to. Right.
0: And Larry's seats were to, were apparently in a cheap section. Well, Manina complained about it all the way up there. Yeah. Well, Larry complained about it earlier in the episode, too, when he first got the tickets. <laughs> All right, so, so so we're back at the airport, right? Mm-hmm. Larry, this episode is so good that I always forget that the weeds in the jacket. Me too, actually. You completely forget about it because so many
1: because the whole Monina thing happened in between. Now, now, Larry leaves Monina in his car. She's a prostitute he found on the street. It leaves is. her in the car and tells her to drive around the airport until he comes back.
0: That's probably a terrible idea, but they're friends. That's now. worth more than the two
1: hundred dollars <laughs> he owes her.
0: But they're friends now, so it's all good.
1: And she doesn't steal the fucking car.
0: <laughs> and then we have this great scene in the car where they're arguing about the weed. Yep. And Larry's—I love Larry's line. I know what I bought. I bought the fucking swag.
1: <laughs> swag versus chronic. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, there, so he doesn't have the money to pay her. Right. And they're arguing, and Larry brings up the. When Larry brings up again. I thought we were coup de la. <laughs> coup de la. <laughs> Great callback to the Crazy Eyes Killer, Season 3, Episode 7. Fantastic. Yeah, I wrote it down, too. Great! I thought we were coup de la Oh man. Larry interacting with black people, and they discover this when they make Leon, like, the new, the second lead, but Larry with black people is just a good comic combination
0: on this show. Yep. It works so well. Yeah. So well. And so we have the, the final scene of the episode is in Larry's father's apartment. Larry's father is fantastic. Um... I love the scene where they're going back and forth between Ebonics and Yiddish. Yep. The chronic, this chronic is the Shiznik and <laughs> Gay Kaken Afinyam, which I don't know what that means in Yiddish. I,
1: I, I don't know what that means in Yiddish. But the whole smoking, like, the dad is great. He, he's a really good actor in this scene, actually. And never, he never had a lot to do before, but he's great. Money is great. Larry in the bathroom is awesome.
0: Yeah. Get a colonoscopy. Don't eat red meat. Are you going to get your father-in-law a card? You're not going to get him a card. All I do is get him a card. It's just such a good scene. And then the reveal is, oh my god, it's a hooker. Uh, yeah,
1: as soon as he can see. And then Monina just kind of smiles and goes with it. Because she is a
0: hooker. Uh, and then we go down to the courthouse to clear up the case with Larry and Funkhauser. And we run back into Monina again, who apparently Larry owes $200 to. I, I mean, I don't think the math works out like before, because it was 250 an hour the first time. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I wrote the math makes no sense.
1: Whatsoever. Oh, no, it was 200 an hour, but he should owe her for two extra hours. Yeah, the math doesn't make sense. I loved the ending, actually, here.
0: She did say that she wants her 200 scrilla. Skrilla. I don't know <laughs> what that means. She wants her $200 Skrilla, no one has money, so Cheryl has to pay
1: her, which I'm sure Cheryl is thrilled with paying a prostitute for her husband. Yep. And then Larry gets the judge, and just his arm around Monina at the end is perfect.
0: And so one of the best things about the end of this episode is we have an ultimate curb paradox in Another? the ending scene. And I missed it? Yes, you did. And it's a good one, too. Is it the judge? No, it's Larry's lawyer. Oh, who's talking to Larry and Funkhauser outside? Yep. Larry's lawyer is, do you know who it is? I really don't. Larry's lawyer is Bizarro George. Oh, from the Bizarro Jerry episode, Gene. His name's Gene. Larry's lawyer is Bizarro Larry.
1: Oh my God, you're right. That's so meta because George is Larry. Oh man, that's great. That just makes this episode thirty. That just puts it over the top. Larry's episode is Bizarro Larry. I mean, his lawyer is Bizarro Larry. And that's all I have to say about that.